I'm from this. Dirt, 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 dirt. I'm all about that. Dirt, 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 dirt. I'm throwing. Dirt, 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 dirt. I miss that. Dirt, 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 dirt. Gotta get back to I'm it. I'm a dirt trackaholic. Call it what you call it. Saturday night, I am so Kenny Wallace on that. Dirt, 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 dirt. I miss that. Dirt. Dirt, gotta get back to it. That's me tonight. Welcome back to Throttled Up the Podcast. First time in a long time I've left the sound on on the phone uh, as we come back in here. And uh, exciting night tonight. We have uh, the Loud and Loose Racing crew in studio uh, coming off a, a great weekend of, of racing at Brownstown Speedway this weekend, Matt. And you and I, uh, we, we had a pretty good weekend. We got to go out and camp the entire weekend friday and saturday night and got to see some pretty good racing yeah we we was like on a field trip we did throttled up field trip did a little body work friday night you did some lettering i did some lettering yeah we we did if you guys notice zach burton's new lettering job that nice three z that's all matt that was pretty high tech well it was me and nikki hartwell she she helped so i'm you know i gotta give credit there That, that is true she was she was a big part of it now you know all the body looking so good that was all me and zach we we took care of that part you did a good job holding that one bracket while he did all the work. Absolutely. That's called leadership. <laughs> yeah. We put an invite for people to come out and hang with us, and no one showed up. No, they sent somebody to come get us and bring yeah. us to them. <laughs> no, but a good night. And like yeah. I said, in studio with us, we have the Loud and Loose Racing crew, the UMP Modified 55W of Lucas Wee Miller, and his right-hand man and crew chief, Ben Givens. Welcome yeah. to the show, guys. Thanks for having us. Yeah, it's... Uh good to be here for sure ben swing that mic just a little bit closer to you there you go my man don't be scared of it <laughs> <laughs> don't bite huh yeah, no. yeah just sometimes <laughs> so guys uh obviously lucas man we, we talked a little bit before we went on the show you were one of our uh, our first guests on here and uh uh when we got started with this and we're a whole year later into this how how has the year gone and progressed as you've gotten back in the race car um it's went probably like we thought it would you know it's been good um we've got good pieces like always and just trying to dig and stay after it you know and and try to get to that winner's circle because that's what we really want to do oh yeah and there at brownstown you know that's our goal and our dream is to to win and a couple times at least you know (laughs) but we've been hitting it pretty hard trying to run points um which we're second right now and fell kind of far behind to rivers the thursday night of the fair there was how many band 30 30 there's there's several yeah Yeah, there's 34 cars or something but anyways had a little bad luck and didn't get in so we lost oh 120 some points so that put us pretty far behind kind of hurt our feelings a little bit but i mean it's part of racing and we're going to keep digging till the end of the year because he might have a bad night too. Yeah, whatever. Exactly right. We don't want that, but it might happen. Yeah. So, well, I mean, let's let's just say right there. You know, we we talked to Zach Stalker, and and I talked to him about how tight those points were. And let's go back to Saturday night. I mean, in the Pure Stock Division, Rick Gum has a bad night. You know, that point battle is going to tighten up real quick. And you know, I hate it yeah. for Rick. Rick had been as consistent as anybody has seen in in over a year, but Zach kept plugging away and was right there when Rick yeah. had you know had some problems. So. You're exactly right. One bad night for him, and 
you're right there in that battle. Well, and I know I told Ben the night that Thursday night I was mad, you know, we didn't make the show. And, um, I mean, I even had Rivers come up to me and was like, hey, go see if they'll do provisionals because you really need to get this. Because yeah. if not, he said, you probably ain't going to catch me. And I was like, yeah, you're right. Didn't work out that way, and that's fine. That's part of it. But uh, came back, told Ben, I was like, I was upset. And then finally, you know, day, let it cool off. And I said, ah, we ain't giving up. We're going to keep digging. Yeah, because you never know. You know, he could. Oh, exactly. You know, he could have one or two bad nights, and then you're yeah, right back at it right again. Right back at it. Hey, before we jump back in anymore, let's pause here and thank our first round of sponsors. Race fans, In the Fastlane Productions has rebranded itself as Dirt to Media. This is a huge win for us as race fans as they will be expanding their coverage to three local racetracks. For a mere $9.99 a month, you can choose between race action from Thunder Valley, Twin Cities Raceway Park, or Brownstown Speedway. But really, who can choose? So for only $13.99 per month, upgrade to the VIP membership and receive video from all three tracks. The only question I have left for you is, what are you doing? Get over to dirttomedia.tv and sign up today. Hey, Matt, what would you say is one of your most prized possessions? Oh, it has to be my racing t-shirts. And you've got an impressive collection. But I heard about a new place. P3RacingShirts.com is the one and only place offering genuine custom racing shirts with no minimum quantities. Their shirts are printed in full color using the latest technology and direct-to-garment printing. They have custom designs for several different car types and specialize in our favorite... Dirt track racing. That has to be great for the local driver. You don't have to buy all those up front. Absolutely. And they don't have to hold all that inventory at home. What did you say that was again? P3RacingShirts.com. Let's check them out. Octobilt Performance Differentials in Louisville, Kentucky. Specializes in race, performance, and street differentials. Don't trust just anybody with your differential. Make sure it's someone who's a proven winner. Contact Mike Kessler today at 502 539-7886 again that's mike kessler at 502-639-7886 octobilt performance differentials a proven winner does your yard have a dead or dying tree threatening your house or property do you have an unsightly stump you're tired of mowing around have trees that need trimmed up against the house if you answered yes to any of these questions call our good friends at canes tree service they're fully insured and offer free estimates call canes tree service today at 812 344-5917. Tree trimming, tree removal, stump removal. Call our friends at Kane's Tree Service today at 812-344-5917. OCC Seamless Gutters is the only place to turn for new 6-inch seamless gutters, gutter repair, leaf guard systems, and gutter cleanouts. I mean it. Go outside right now, and if your gutters have trees growing out of them, call OCC. Let me give you a little hint. Schedule them for a time your wife is gone and take all the credit. OCC is fully insured and offers free estimates. Call them today at 812-592-7899 or visit their Facebook page at OCC Seamless Gutters. And we are back here again with the Loud and Loose Racing crew. Um, You know, I want to ask you this too, Lucas. Looking at you in the car this year, you seem much more comfortable with being able to move it and run multiple lines. Am I am I making that up, or do you feel more comfortable? No, you're 100% correct, and that's probably why I'm a little more aggressive. Well, people would probably think I was aggressive in 17, <laughs> but that was more wild and out of control. <laughs> yeah. You know, Ben would probably agree. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to re-ask Ben's <laughs> opinion on that one. That, 
Yeah, I'd say uh, we put quite a few front ends on it that first year, but uh, yeah, it was good practice and learning. <laughs> well, I like how you spun that back around to a positive, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that's what I was going to say. Donnie, uh, Donnie Fleetwood goes, the best way to learn your car is to work on it. Well, when I bought it, it was perfect. Yeah. Well, a few races in, it wasn't so perfect. So <laughs> I gave Ben a good uh, run for his money to see if he was going to stick with me or not, and he has, and we're three years deep into it and still going strong and um we're not tearing near as much up i mean you know when we do tear stuff up but just you know minor stuff that yeah is mostly cosmetic cosmetic really. you yeah. know but the wheels and the a arms and the bumpers and i think we've only went through what three bumpers this year yeah i think so <laughs> we used to buy them by the case so <laughs> i was gonna say as you were going through a arms and bumpers yeah. and wheels he was over there kind of twitching i mean it was, it was like a little ptsd or something going on over there so so you know the car real well right ben oh yeah we know uh well we know two of them inside and out now because um, after that first year flipping we had to oh yeah get a I second car one, to yeah. come back that next week and yeah. be out there to compete so ben let me ask you this over the three years you've been with him where do you think that lucas has has improved on the, the racetrack the most because i think you've improved all around i, I agree with that yeah just, what's, what I do you think the most has i think being more smooth i am like i said the first year was super wild then the second year maybe we got a little too conservative and now we've kind of found that happy median in between um going out to st louis and learning some tips and tricks from donnie jumper and those guys and obviously donnie fleetwood back home teaching us to make the car bite where he trusts the car going into the corner and he knows how to get smooth into the throttle and smooth out so and that's one of the hardest things in my opinion um is when you're going down that straightaway and you come to that corner and you're like i hope this car turns you know because the first year we're going in wild we're going in hot we spin out right i get hit by the field total the car hurt your feelings okay so then like you said the next year 2018 um we're driving too easy you know then the car's not working like it should because right. i'm going too easy and then when you're trying to adjust the setup you're not helping it because you're not giving the car what it needs yeah you can't even figure out what setup you need because you're not driving it how it needs and that's where like this year ben's been like i want you to go out there and drive it don't be scared just drive it drive it hard and trust the car and i mean that's where we're at you know that's i good. can i can go in the corner and i mean it holds and goes and um just a lot more comfortable that's good we've talked about that on here before and i i agree with you a thousand percent i've never sat in your seat never drove a car uh but that idea of i'm gonna go down in this corner i'm gonna throw this thing sideways and it's going to catch at some point and i'm going to accelerate the other way to me is the craziest thought and then you take that and you say i'm gonna put 19 other cars around me and we're all going to go in this corner and it's all going to come back out the other way is just remarkable to me that's almost like the truest definition of faith it is absolutely you know, this is going to turn and we're going to come back the other way and it's like yeah. you and i talk then when we you know we watch that super race on saturday night and they run 50 laps with 24 cars out there and never throw a caution that's mind-boggling to me that you we, can do that they raced there was 81 yeah caution-free feature laps saturday night yes 
you know that and, i thought that was very you know all 50 of the super late models all 20 of your guys's and 11 a little over half of the super stocks before we got our first caution in the features that's an impressive night of racing that that shows what kind of talent shows up at brownstown speedway you know is that many cars can race yeah and it was good racing it wasn't like everybody ran off from everybody you know there's a lot of side by side racing. side by side <clears throat> yeah and i'm not taking anything away from brownstown but like you said it's brought since we've started it's brought a lot of big heavy hitters to the track yeah i mean just for instance i mean willie krupp coming <laughs> from illinois he's raced there how many times he's like what 12th in points yeah, or yeah. something but you know what i mean yeah. so he's coming You've got these big guys yeah, coming. David Stremme show up. Yeah. David Stremme shows up a couple yeah. times. I mean, it's getting, I'm hoping like it used to be, you know? <laughs> well, I mean, everybody, here's the thing. I came in in 2017, knew nothing about racing. Everybody always talked about how how awesome Brownstown was. Oh, Brownstown Speedway. 2017, it's kind of like, oh, I don't really see what they're talking about. Yeah. 2018 kind of picked up, but now this year it's like, I can see, you know, because you got all these big guys coming oh, yeah. in. They might not be every week, but they're showing yeah, up. They show Nick up. Hoffman's there this weekend yeah. and his yeah. mod and Tyler Nicely. Yeah. I mean, when David Stremme's like, well, we wanted a nice, slick track, smooth. We want, So he came to Brownstown. I mean, out of all the tracks, he picked us to come, you know. So and, and he compared it to Darlington. Yeah. You know, that's when, he, you know, when I interviewed him, that's what he said. He goes, this reminds me of, of Darlington. I was like, man, that's that's kind of cool. Yeah. And especially when you're talking about a guy like that that has unlimited funds. Like you said, he can go to California and race if he wants to go to California. The, yeah. the money, the funds is not an issue. He chose Brownstown because it was what he was looking for. And exactly. It had, you know, somebody told him to go there and he said that, you know, it didn't disappoint him. It was what everybody told him it was. Mm -hmm. yeah. So that, I thought that was yeah, cool. Yeah. And that's what, I mean, that's the whole goal is oh, yeah. to get our home track back to how it was in the, what, the 80s? The 80s or and early 90s. Yeah. Early 90s. Yeah. Ben, I'm going to throw one at you again, too. We talked about where, Lucas has improved the most on the racetrack. As far as working on the car and trying to help him set up, where do you think your knowledge has improved and how have you been able to improve to help him? Okay. I think I've learned, well, we went out to St. Louis this winter to a jumpers three-day course, and we learned a lot about tires, what we were doing wrong, and some stuff we were doing right, and then learned a lot more about bar angles and the fir very first year, we were we were listening to Donnie Fleetwood and Devin, which is great because obviously they won a lot of mod races, but we didn't know how to adjust the car to ourselves yet. Mm -hmm. We didn't. They'd tell us to do something, but we didn't know why we were doing it at that time. So I think we've learned what does what, and I think that's the hardest thing about this sport is you make an adjustment, it's either going to work or it's not. <laughs> But you got a whole week if you're only if you're like us that are weekend racers, you got a whole week before you know <laughs> you can make an adjustment to correct it. Yeah. What you did the week before and then the track might be different. So Well, and that's what we talked about at the beginning of the year too. You raced and then you sat at home for four weeks. So by the yeah, time you went yeah. back to tree you might as well throw the the notebook out because you have no clue what you're coming back into. Exactly. So are you guys keeping a better notebook like when you do make a change and are you documenting you know like track conditions with the change and weather and, and all that oh yeah i've got several excel spreadsheets built up and <laughs> that sort of thing it's kind of what i do for a living so um it's that's kind of helped out a lot well that's awesome 
Well, and you know, and I will say this. I think you you hit on a great point, too, because we've talked about it with a lot of young drivers, and you got to find somebody you trust to go to. And going to Donnie Fleetwood and Devin Gilpin are, are the best you can go to in a mod. But you hit on it. They can go tell you what to do, but if you don't know why you're doing it and what it's affecting and where you should go back away from it, it it's not going to help. And also, if you can't pair that car to your driving style, it's never going to do it. I say it all the time. You know, guys will look at – you know, whether it's Devin or, or Marty O'Neill or whoever it is and say, man, if I just had Marty's car, the way he's got it set up, I could run these crates. That's not true. Your driving style has to fit that setup or else it's not going to work. Well, and that's how 2017, when you had me on the show the first time, you know, I said, well, we bought, or not 2017, beginning to 18. Yeah. First show, whatever. I said, well, we're buying Gilpin's car. Donnie set it up, you know, most winning modified driver. Oh, this is going to be easy. You know, I can, I can drive fast and get squirrely, and but that's not the case. Like you just said, you can have the best of everything, and still not be good. And that's what we learned. I mean, we had a very good car, good motors, good everything, but the driver was definitely a greenhorn. You know, and right. that, and that's kind of like Ben said. We've learned a lot about <clears throat> the way I drive, the way we do things yeah and it's we're getting better oh you definitely are. donnie donnie well donnie said that it would take several years you know but <laughs> to get you know to that point now some people you know granite they can go out and start winning right away you know we're not quite that way well i mean everybody has their own learning curve with, exactly. with everything yeah you know and and i even think you know some of those guys when you say they go out and win right away you look at the team around them, and I, I would say a lot of that is they've got guys that are so experienced not and not throwing Ben under the bus when I say this, that are setting up the car to fit them that they got that knowledge and all they got to do is go drive. And I like I said, I think that that's where a lot of guys wash out, and that's a great perspective for you guys to have is this is going to take a few years. It's going to take us a while to get this thing tuned in just the right way. Yeah, I agree. I want to go back to the uh... – no way out though and give you a shout out on the uh the semi thing man that <laughs> that's probably one of the coolest things i've ever seen happen at brown sound speedway so that's uh well like we talked when you had me on the show the first time i told you guys that i wanted to be a part of the track you know not just oh, yeah. so much the racing but the track right and and whenever uh mason hit me up about that the first year you know i you know sponsored it whatever never really gave it much thought next year i was told ben i was like we need to do something that's cool you know oh yeah you know and something's not been done get people get fans to come because yeah. at that time the stands are empty we got races there's only a few mods a few crates whatever yeah. you know so let's get it where people want to come back and i don't know i like america so doing the truck and the flag i mean it just kind of seemed fitting I, I loved it man i it was very cool yeah and it was the first time i think i don't, I don't even think it's in my head ever you know, I'm sure semis have been pulled out on there, but not, you know, like carried the flag or anything like that. So very, very cool. We got a couple questions here. Uh, Jonathan Rourke asked who your racing heroes were growing up. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd say uh, Billy Moyer for sure. Um, always watch Jim Curry. Um, those would probably be some of my top two there that's a pretty good two yeah, curry <laughs> winning a super late model driver ever in brownstown history man so that's uh 
I don't think I have any because, like I told you before, <laughs> you, yeah, weren't you, into you, you weren't I into never, it. Then. Never was into it. I yeah. mean, I heard it. On my house is eight miles away from the speedway, you know, due yeah. east, eight miles, and I could hear it every Saturday night, you know, and always was like, man, that's you know, that's cool, you know, yeah. like that sound and. But just never, it was never a. I went, I went to a couple races, and here's the thing, like I told you before, the thing. I went, but I'm like, oh, I can never have one of those. You know, it costs too much or right. this and that. And we got fortunate and, you know, had some good guys back us. I mean, I've got really good sponsors. And um, that first year was kind of hard on them, you know, because I'm tearing stuff up <laughs> and not really not really making an impact right. on the sport. But which, that's changing now. Yeah, it's changing. I mean, I don't think you have to win to make an impact. I think that's another great point, and I, I agree 100. I think the way you carry yourself at the track, your interactions with you know fans and mm-hmm. kids, that can do as much for a sponsor as parking it in Victory Lane every weekend. I mean, that's that's as important as anything. And that's kind of my thing. You know, I want to win. Believe me, because I'm competitive. I mean, if it's racing bicycles down the driveway, playing croquet with the family at Thanksgiving, I'm competitive. Right, but. I mean, at the track, like you said, I know I, I want to win. I know we can win. We just haven't yet. Right. So since I haven't, let's get let's get the fans involved because they're the ones that we're putting on the show for. They're not really a show, but, you know, that's who yeah. we're coming to race for is fans. I mean. If you take them away, you're, nobody's going to race. Yeah, who, yeah. Why would you? Right. Because obviously there's no money in it. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? There's no yeah. money to be made. So i look at it like let's put on a show for the fans let's get people wanting to come Mm -hmm. you know and if you're going to be a millionaire racing you get started out a billionaire right exactly (laughs) (laughs) that's for sure also uh michael staples matt's uh brother uh ask uh do you have any superstitions before you get on the track um not really i don't think i mean i don't don't really believe in that stuff you know a guy told me once don't put green on your car don't put new stickers on like say you're after a- midnight you know say you're ace ams oh, yeah. don't put on uh you know don't put stickers on your car whatever i mean our luck's our luck and we normally have bad luck but you know not well just my luck in general you know if i borrow a shovel off somebody i'm gonna break the handle <laughs> yeah, that, dude, that is me too you know right just one of those house. things so i don't I don't yeah. really, I don't know. I don't think we have superstition. Ben, you got it. Like, you rub that that bumper or anything, or <laughs> keep one bumper in the box of the case, or um, no. I, I mean, I really don't have anything like that. I kind of, I mean, maybe subconsciously do things the same way every time, but I don't have any conscious superstitions <laughs> that I know of. But there is a bumper in the trailer, right? Yeah. Uh, actually at the, at the I, moment we're kind of negative a bumper because yeah. we borrowed one and then we destroyed that one too <laughs> they're, they're down a bump yeah. get another case in. yeah i mean i called i called the bumper man and i said i'm not trying to put you out of business or anything like that but um i'm gonna go ahead and buy my own steel and just have a guy make them <laughs> so i can have them because i mean i'm not kidding we were going through bumpers all the time sheet metal all the time that's what they're for man i mean you know and i mean knock on wood last year (laughs) we uh went through several rear bumpers it's all front bumpers so that must mean i'm either getting faster and using that thing you know yeah i don't know 
That's a that's a great point. And I do want to say, you know, I, I think there's a weird thing in racing, too, because what, what you said, Ben, some people may look at it as superstitions, but I think racing is such a, a routine sport in the sense of it may not be superstition why you do everything the right way, but if you don't check the bolts the same way, if you don't go through your pre-race miss setup, something. you miss something. It's yeah. not really superstition. It's yeah. just and that's right. I mean, you have that routine, you're gonna miss it. Ben, I mean, Ben does the same thing. So, like you say, a routine. He does the same thing every week. Um, I do the tires. You know, the same time we unload at the same. You know, just oh, kind of yeah. do like you said. Do the same thing that way you don't miss it. Um, I missed the American flag, though. What's up? I didn't see it last time. I must have just overlooked it then. Cause Probably did. We put it up. Yeah, we're I gonna... always look forward to that. Well, last week, I think maybe we did forget to put it up. <laughs> <laughs> that's, you know, when I, when I get up in the tower, I always look down there, and I always see your guys' flag flying, you know. So, you know, that's like, okay, it's going to be a good night, you know. <laughs> we were kind of running a little behind this week <laughs> compared to what we used to be. So, Well, and that's when we first started, you know, we were like, I come from, uh, you know, camping and boating. You like you spend the whole weekend, you know, with your friends. And I was kind of hoping that that's the way racing was, but it's not. You know, nobody. Right. I mean, you guys last weekend you said you camped and done fun yeah. stuff, but like, I would love to go every week early Saturday, set yeah. up, you know, grill burger, just hang out. I mean, oh, that's yeah. what it's for. I mean, in my opinion. Now you got some diehard guys that they're there to race they're there to win if they don't they're mad you know and hitting stuff and whatever but we're there to have fun and we're there to win too like right. we're there to take it serious yeah like, you're not it's not a joke to but you, you still but, want to have fun with absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we're not there to to wreck people and um junk stuff and tear stuff up because it costs money but we're also there to have fun and enjoy ourselves because it does cost a lot of money and if you're not having fun, then you might as well not do it. Oh, I agree. And I will say that was this weekend was one of the best weekends because I didn't feel like I had to rush and get to the track. Yeah. We were already there Friday night. We got to hang out. There was some practice going on. We watched a little practice. Saturday, just kind of got to hang around. The race started. Then you knew when it was over, all you had to do was get back to the camper and yeah. have a seat. It was way more, we need to do that more often, actually. Absolutely. It was great. Yeah, so. Hey, let's pause here again and uh, roll out our second round of sponsors. Gilpin Electric and Generator Services P3 is, graphics a is one of Indiana's premier suppliers for motorsports wraps and apparel. P3 Graphics offers great pricing along with some of the best customer service in the industry. Give them a try on your next project and you won't be sorry. You can contact them via email, phone, or on Facebook on the P3 Graphics page. To find out more, go to www.p3graphix.com. Again, that's www.p3graphics.com. Billy Badfast Performance is your local dealer for Velocita racing gear, custom and off-the-shelf suits, shoes, gloves, crew shirts, and custom tent canopies. Also, Zamp Racing Equipment, which includes helmets and neck restraints, double-H fabrication, front and rear bumpers, door bars, and T-bars. When you're one of the guys at the track that's bad fast and you want to look great doing it, Give us a call at Billy Badfast Performance, 502-517-9393. Also, look for Billy Badfast Performance on Facebook and Twitter. Schaefer Photo and Custom Tee is the place for any race fan to get racing memorabilia. Mark and Jamie Schaefer will work to make whatever custom photo product you would like, from prints, keychains, magnets, buttons, and much more, 
Stop by the Schaefer Photo and Custom Tea booth and let Bronze Bobby know what they can do for you. Miller's Termite and Pest Control is the only place you need to look for pest control. Don't get roped into contracts or high prices with the big companies. Reach out to someone who cares about you. They can handle any problem from termites, bed bugs, ants, spiders, etc. They also do lawn care. Where else can you keep the bugs out of your house and your yard looking sharp? Reach out to them today on Facebook at Miller's Termite and Pest Control. Email at pest underscore in underscore peace at yahoo.com or by phone at 812-767-5657. All right, and welcome back to Throttled Up the Podcast again. We are in studio here with the Loud and Loose Racing crew of the 55W, Lucas Miller and Ben Givens. Um, and Lucas, before we jump back into the um, the conversation here, we uh, we just talked and you were... Uh, you, you mentioned how, how the sponsors really help you get out. You want to thank your sponsors here before we get any farther? Yeah, we can. Um, I've got Weemiller Express, L&L Lumber, Bain Logging, Cooper Concrete, Enviro Heat, Spec Racing Engines, Bishop Repair, Blondie's Pizzeria and Pub, uh, Paul Ney and Associates, Dasco Race Supply, um, there might be a few more, and we'll hit on our next uh, break. I was going to say, because you got a, you do have a great group of sponsors, and and to just support some of them here that I know personally. First of all, uh, Envirohitas, who did all of my insulation and and floor heat, and you can't find a better better guy than Zach Morris to come out and do that work for you. And um, I buy a lot of firewood off of L and L Logging, so um, there you go. That's a that's a pretty good group too. Uh, takes care of my heat here in the winter time and yeah i mean like we said it all they help me all the guys that help me i do business with you know oh, in yeah. some way and about and that, and that's what's nice you know mm-hmm. and that's what makes it really nice you go to him and say hey i need some help we're trying to go racing it's a losing battle with money oh so, yeah so yeah. hey can you give me some of your money <laughs> yeah. you know which i mean i understand the whole advertisement side of it but still at the end of the day how many people you know get a hold of of them through my race car right. i don't know you know i mean and that's and that's what i try to do when, i do too you know yeah. with with my racing even if i'm not winning in the winter circle i try to promote the guys that help me get there yeah you know and, and you know and it's funny i matt and i have talked about this before i will go to and again i know there's no way to track it but if i need some kind of service i immediately think of the cars at the racetrack and who they're mm-hmm. helping and who they're sponsoring and and helping the sport and that's yeah. important that's always my first choice too if i've seen a their sponsorship on a race car at the racetrack you know they'll, they'll, that's who i'll go to first but you're exactly right it still takes people who are passionate about the racing world and, and passionate about helping that because there is no there is no metrics to track how much they're getting back out of it exactly Speaking of sponsors, I'm going to mention one of ours with uh, Schaefer Photo and Custom Tees that they moved at the racetrack. Yes, that's a great point to bring they, up. Uh, they're outside the gate right now, but nicer little building they got. And uh, Mark and Jamie's really expanding on their stuff there. So Going to yeah. be able to offer a lot more and, and show off multiple size prints you can yes. get. Up to a six foot by two foot print. He was yeah, we found us that out day. Saturday. Yeah, you can yeah. get a six foot by two foot thing there which so. is what i'm gonna get you uh, for christmas is a picture of me six foot by two foot 
He's going to have to slim me down a little bit. I was going to say the six foot would work, but I don't know about that two foot. <laughs> I was going to say something. But, <laughs> but no, uh, yeah, yeah, so check out. And also, if anybody that's listening, um, they're looking to sell their screen printing equipment, yes. too. They had that posted the other day. Yeah. If you're interested in getting in the screen printing world, uh, reach out to Mark and Jamie. Uh, and, you know, serious inquiries only. But if you're interested in looking at that equipment, uh, you can't beat going through those guys and and helping them out a little bit they got some goals they're working towards and uh they got some stuff for sale so reach out to them and also uh buddy brad fry took his mistress to texas roadhouse in bloomington and let some uh, fans get close to the car and check it out so that very cool for them guys too and i gotta be honest i went over and looked at it saturday night and we won't fit <laughs> oh god no <laughs> i know and they're gonna have to do some modifying there to get us sent down in that thing so. and i'll also say that i don't want to wish anything bad on brad fry but i hope that the sheet metal by fun fest is at least a little more wrinkled just because i'm just afraid some uke tire is going to jump out right in my way if you guys don't know we have talked about we wanted to <clears throat> race each other on time not each other because we tear up stuff because we're too competitive with that and uh brad and jack fry offered their ride up to us on fun fest weekend there you go that'll be fun we each get five laps whoever does the best lap wins the other person has to do something embarrassing but uh brad's a skinny feller he is and that He's decking is way back there that that's what worried me the yeah. decking has come back a lot <laughs> And I'm not taking out a Jack's bucket, but I mean he's a little bit, you know, he's a little bigger than his boy, obviously. Yeah, so. they said they'll get Jack's seat in there, but they said the decking. Has yeah, he all, said he, he moved all it back. Yeah, Brad said he moved all the decking, the cockpit back, back, back three inches. So I mean, I can get my mod. So I mean, that's something we could also do. I've got, you know, put you in one of those. Do five laps in a in a super, super stock. stock, and then five <laughs> laps in a mod that's scary that's but we i'm sure we would yeah we would i mean you want to i mean you want to make plans now or i can promise you this you being a greenhorn we'll put a whole new addition on yeah. greenhorn out there with that yeah so. whatever the step below greenhorn is that'll be us yeah. <laughs> believe me you can't hurt it worse than i ever have ben's sitting over going front ends oh, yeah, no, front ends. ben just got his phone and started calling the bumper guy for some reason <laughs> Yeah, no, they make they make their own now. <laughs> I'll, I'll skip the bumper guy. We'll go straight to jumper and just get something new. <laughs> Ben's already figuring it's total. Just <laughs> so so obviously you're running second in points, and I and I want to know this. I know we talked about you know the fair race and what happened. When you go into this does it make you a little more aggressive because you know you you got to make up some points are you a little more conservative to kind of try and run the way how are you going to attack the rest of the season that is a good question because all season we've been pretty aggressive i feel mm -hmm. um i don't really know where in the beginning we got so far behind which we weren't far we were like 68 points behind you know so not terrible but then that fair race, I got behind farther, you know, kind of put us down. But I think I drove conservative last weekend, just kind of feeling it out because, you know, if I push it too hard, you know, then I don't make the race in a heat, you know, mm -hmm. and then it's like, it's going to screw me even more. So I am driving cautious, 
you know, so to speak. I mean, just like last Saturday, I was started 18th or no, 19th, 18th, started 18th. It was good racing, no cautions. I mean, it was track was smooth, slick, just like Brownstown always is. Yeah. And there was some passing with me and a few other cars, and we were going back and forth and having a. I had a lot of fun last weekend. I did. That's good. Even though I knew in my head I really need to be up farther, but I knew I really wasn't losing ground. Mm-hmm. I was having fun, and that's what we were going back to, having fun. Because if you're not, you might as well not do it. I agree 100% I mean, with that. It just ain't worth it. So, going on with that, I think we're going to come in pretty hot and heavy these last, what is there, seven, eight races of points? I, I think so. That sounds yeah. right. So, yeah. Um, another reason I drove cautious is because, as everybody knows, I've got two cars, and I kept the one for a backup if something crazy happened thursday of the fair i've been an axle tube on my good car okay been a bird cage bent some other things it's gonna take you know probably i don't know 2500 bucks ben (laughs) at least least, you know (laughs) i love with the laugh the laugh starts like (laughs) yeah you can think 2500 we'll start there well i mean it makes okay so we're gonna so we got that we got to fix and our goal is our goal is to have it back up and going by the Jackson and then have our other car as a backup. Because whenever I know I have that... The other car sitting there waiting. That other car sitting at home, mm-hmm. I drive a little harder and do pretty good. But then you're sitting there and you're like, man, I don't want to tear it up. Yeah. You know, oh, you know you're sitting in the lineup shoot and you're like, let's just get through it. You know, let's let's have a good clean race. And then you get out there and it gets a little squirrely or what, you know what I mean? But I don't know. So going into it, we're going to come in hot, heavy, aggressive. I mean, you might as well. Oh, yeah. That's a, you know, and I think that's what's so much, so much fun watching, you know, you guys is there really is. And I know you, you always have goals, you know, whether I want to be top five or I want to be top 10 at the end of the year. But when you're in that position you're in right now at second and you know, you got ground to make up. I would think that's got to be a fun position because, yes, would it be great to be second, but is second that much worse than third or fourth? I mean, get the chance to go out and go after it and be aggressive and see what you can do. Exactly. In, in 2018, Ben and I, um, we traveled all over. Mm-hmm. I mean, we went and hit every track um, that we could and had a lot of fun traveling. I mean, I that's kind of the fun of it, really, is yeah. traveling to new tracks and seeing new people and seeing the same people – and this year i told him i said my my goal is to win the points at brownstown that's what i want to do you know and that's cool we're, and we're kind of falling short of it but at the same time we're not because we know that we gave it everything we had mm-hmm. you know i mean we put in countless hours like right before we came that's why we we're late tonight we're getting it ready for bloomington on friday cool you know and and so we want to be good, you know, and we want to put in those hours and time and all that. But I think we're going to kind of next year, we're going to back it up a little bit and, and enjoy more of it. Go back to that travel, go and see, you know, just like this oh, yeah. weekend, the north south, you know, go run it. Our car, we love Eldora. We've had good luck over yeah. there. We've ran good, um, but we couldn't run there because we didn't have this the proper safety equipment. Mm-hmm. 
So what are you missing that Eldora requires? A thousand dollars worth of fire suppression. Yes, that's what I thought. That's all. That's all it is. You know, there's actually uh, the, at the draw last Saturday there was a guy up here talking about he would would really like to go run Eldora, but he didn't want to spend the money on fire suppression. And last year when Shelby Miles caught on fire there in turn two, I don't know if you guys seen that the his his fuel pump was on the back side of the motor and it broke off, so the cockpit was the yeah, first thing on fire yep. and he had one of those fire bottles and i'll tell you what i truly believe shelby would have been burned up if he hadn't had that because you know it was putting it out but he rolled out on fire you know there in turn two so and, I, and there's nothing wrong with the i, I mean the safety is great i yeah. love it i do i really do but it's just another thousand bucks oh, yeah. we got to spend you know and i mean I guess you got to look at how much are you valuing you. Exactly. You how know? much? Yeah. How are you much worth a thousand dollars? Exactly. Well, I know. Yeah. But when you've got yeah. fifty wrapped up in the car, yeah. it's like, oh man, I. Well, and and all of us men sitting in this room probably value ourselves a lot less than what your wife or your daughter might value exactly. you. Yes. Um, because we all, you know, we're the first that'll skimp on something safety for us and make sure that our our family members yeah. have it. So. Oh, exactly. And but, I. After Shelby, though, that was a selling point for me. That, that, was, yeah. a, that was an eye-opener when I watched that happen because that was the biggest ball of fire I'd ever seen come out of a race car. And I yeah. agree. I agree 100%. Yeah. That's why next year we're thinking right now in our heads we're going to maybe sell these two cars that I've got and either buy a new mod or go with a crate late maybe. We don't know. But uh, we really want to be able to run anywhere. And Good. we like Eldor because it's fun. Like yeah, yeah, It's fast. It's fast. You go yeah. over there it's a awesome and it's a good time it's I mean, an awesome facility even, yes. i mean it's just, yeah even when it's not a big race eldora is a good time to go hang out and it's got that feel that you're talking about you hang out you grill burgers it's it's a all weekend type event usually exactly. it's even fun when you don't know where you're at yeah sometimes you get lost <laughs> <laughs> where are we <laughs> that's pretty cool though that uh well, I kind of thought you was getting a new one because he already said that you guys were just calling jumper if if we uh, if we wrecked yours. Well, so. we've been we've been looking and <laughs> I don't know. We're tossed up. We're oh, we'll throw it out here on the air so the people listening can get talking and wonder what we're doing. But we don't know what we're going to go with. Honestly, I mean we we've known we've always known impressive, right? Mm-hmm. Impressive, impressive because that's what we were taught, right? But and I'm not taking anything away from uh, Don Jumper with impressive. But it takes a different type of person to drive it, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't know. We might we might go something different, you know. David Strammy hit us up at Brownstown and came over and was very, very, um, what do you want to call that? Where he talked to us and was like just being buddies out of nowhere. Yeah. I mean, didn't know me, and I'm the type of guy that I don't know him, you know. Yeah. Like I know he's David Strammy, but that doesn't mean anything to me. So I'm like. We were talking, pitted right next to each other, and he builds lethals. Yeah. Just because he talked to me and the way he was. That makes you interested. I'd be interested in yeah. a lethal, you know, and oh, that's yeah. just the way I am. And so we don't know what we're going to do. We've been tossing the idea. It's it's nice having two cars because if you mess one up, you got the backup. Yeah. But the way we're going to race next year, it's not going to matter. If we have one and we tear it up, we'll wait till we get it fixed. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not yeah. we're not chasing points. We're not we're just gonna have fun. Well, and for everybody listening out there, if we do get in the car at Fun Fest, they will either have a race ready modified for sale or they'll have a roller that uh needs a little work, a little TLC. 
That'd be yeah. pretty that, much that, the two <laughs> options. <laughs> so, I'm glad you have so much confidence in us. <laughs> well, if you're by yourself, I don't think you can mess up that bad. Mm-hmm. Yep. No, that, hey. Uh, too much confidence. Yeah, r- r- write that down. <laughs> yeah. How'd you hit the shoot tire? Well, when you're by yourself, you can't tear it up too bad. How'd you go over turn well, three and well, end up in the fence? <laughs> You can't mess up too bad by yourself. <laughs> yeah, but fun fest. Let's push those uke tires to the inside a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah, you know? way I'm, to the inside. I'm hoping they're sitting on victory lane, to be 100% honest. <laughs> no, but... Uh, Speaking of fun fest, though, you drove the Hornet Enduro, man. That is, that is funny. Um, Josh Hallett, we'll give him a little shout out. Josh yeah. Hallett, he, uh, he was working for me as a mechanic, and he came to me. He's like, man, I want you to drive my Hornet. I want to be 100% honest because that's how I am. That's oh, yeah. the kind of guy I am. I was like, no, nah, I'm okay. You know, like, <laughs> you know, 100 laps in a Cavalier. Yeah. I mean, the only reason I say that, said that is my very first time. We'll take, I guess I lied earlier. I bought a Hornet off of a guy, um, let's see, 2008. And I bought it for three hundred bucks. Oh my! Race ready. <laughs> you had, didn't buy it off Zach Burton, did you? No, <laughs> no. It had a it had a it had a cage from uh, Jason Heyman. Oh really? They're like, oh man, Jason Heyman cages are the best. If it has that in it, it's a good car. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah I fall, yeah. So I buy it, three hundred dollars. I get it. I go. To, I take it to the sawmill, and I just start ripping it around log piles <laughs> through the field i mean just driving like an, a maniac you know i'm like oh i got this yeah so i take it to fun fest the very the first and only and last time i ever raced at fun fest was with that hornet <laughs> i raced it and i made it 38 laps into the enduro and it quit pulling i was like gosh dang it it's 300 bucks you know. down the drain i'm sitting there me and my cousin we painted it green like with a spray bomb like a turquoise and before we were going out this is no kidding i was taking donations i had a black spray bomb and i was taking donate you could write whatever you wanted as long as it was good right yeah on my car for donations well i ended up making like 300 bucks you know <laughs> Because I had, oh yeah, we'll give you a hundred if we can write our name on the side and they write it real big, you know, and then oh, yeah. the next part. And so we had fun. Yeah. Now, after that, it quit pulling. So I took it back to the sawmill and I put some bandsaw dust, which is really fine. Put some dust in the transmission with the oil and it pulled fine. Oh, it was working, you know? Yeah. So we tried to run it one more time. Nah, didn't work. <laughs> so I just picked it up, threw it in a scrap trailer that I had. And that was the end of Hornet racing. <laughs> now, back to what you asked me. Jason or Josh Hallett asked me to run it. I was like, all right, I will. So I go, me and Ben go over there last year. It's pouring down rain. Yeah. I said, are, are they still going to run it? And he's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, we race the Enduros no matter yeah, what. Yeah. He goes, oh, yeah, they're they're running it. I'm like, okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll do it. <laughs> 100 laps in a Cavalier first off. 100, 100 laps in a Cavalier. Being a big guy, I don't like getting in a Cavalier just to sit in it for exactly. a second. Exactly. Drive it. Yeah, so I run 100 laps, 
And not, I asked him, I was like, what do you want me to just hammer down? Like what? Well, it was so muddy. You had to just kind of survive. Yeah. Well, it was so funny because I didn't even realize that I was second. You and, led for a little or, bit. No, I led. Yeah, that's yeah. right. I led for a lot of it. Yes. Yeah. And then the guy in second got me and I didn't even know he was behind me. Yeah. I'm just, <laughs> every time I'd come by, they're out there in the infield. They're like, go, go. And I'm just throwing my hand up hey, like having and had a freaking blast i mean it was the most fun it really was i oh, told yeah. ben that i said it was the most fun you had in one well we're sitting in the grandstands the other night after we got done racing we like to stay and and watch all of them support all the racers that's and, awesome in itself right there man so. well i mean that's just what we like yeah you know we pay yeah. our money they're racers too let's support them oh yeah and so we're sitting there watching the race and his dad comes up and he goes, hey, man, I, I built a new car this year. He goes, I really want you to drive it in the Enduro. <laughs> you know, what do I say? I'm like, hell yeah. Yeah. Sign me up. Make sure it's a 17-inch seat or whatever, yeah. bigger or what. I'll fit in it. Put me in it. <laughs> That's awesome. So it sounds like I'm going to be driving, what's his number, Ben? Is it 56? 56 or, is, is Hallett's number. Is yeah. it, that, yeah. white, that white one? Yeah. That's the one they want me to drive, the white car. Yeah. So... 56h actually 56h so coming into it we'll be doing 56h in the enduro because yeah if it don't rain they water the track before you guys start you start on a wet wet track and then you go from there so and i'll give you i'll give you some heads up on that just so you don't come in there blind with that when he waters the track they all go and run around the outside of the racetrack till the track dries off so yeah, I mean it. It was so yeah. much fun. Well, well, last year it was raining. It poured I mean, the whole time. Well, I mean, I had so much mud. I actually wore frog togs. You know my rain suit. <laughs> well, that's why. <laughs> no, I, I'm not I kept saying it says it's it's Wee Miller in there, and I was I could look down in the car, and I was yeah. like, that's not his driving suit though. You yeah. know, and then uh-huh. I seen you out, and you had I seen you had something over your driving. And suit. And I asked him. I said, do you have to have a fire suit? And like, oh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> so I was like, man, it's rain. I mean, we're seriously standing in the rain. Oh yeah. And I'm like. I'm gonna wear I'm gonna wear my rain suit, <laughs> and I did. It was it was a lot of fun. It really was. I mean, had a good time. You know that that frog dogs idea might be a good idea for Kent Robinson. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't gonna go there. I had to. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I think you know. Have you seen this uh, the video here on on Facebook of? the the racer and his wife where they're in the co-pilot car where she's she's got the gas and he's driving the steering wheel have you seen that i have not that's what i think we need to get there used to be a class like that yeah i think we need that to where you know i'll run the gas and you run the steering (laughs) so you're saying by fun fest i need to have a (laughs) two-seater i mean we can turn we were, one of them into two seater. one of us would try to hurt the other one i think in that dustin we just need to quit there so. you, you don't trust me to run the gas I only, mean, we're only the if we car. can switch oh okay i'm yeah. okay with that yeah i guess one way to look at it though if he's pushing the gas and you're steering he's still in the car with you that's true yeah so, i mean if you yeah. go over and he's still in there so he yeah. i just think it would be such a weird feeling on both sides I'm not controlling the throttle. There's not a whole lot of people I could do that with because you got to have a lot of trust. That's what I, I mean. It yeah. means I'm if you're controlling the throttle, you don't have that wheel to feel how it's pulling. I don't want any part of it. <laughs> and if you're <laughs> if you're steering, you don't you can't control it with the throttle. I think it'd be one of the most 
I would do it with you because I trust you. So I think I, it'd be one of the weirdest yeah. feelings you could have, but I think yeah. that's a fun fest thing. We need that. Answer me this. When you go to town, well, you can answer however you want, <laughs> but whenever you whenever you guys go somewhere, you and your family, uh-huh. do you drive or does your wife? I usually drive there and she usually drives back, but okay. that's, that's for specific reasons. Exactly. <laughs> but when she's driving, what are you thinking? <clears throat> well, usually because she's driving on the way back, I'm just he's well. Not. That's he's I'm not. in a good mood. <laughs> well, I guess what I'm getting at is I drive all the time, you know, with trucks and uh-huh. stuff. And it's like, man, comes weekend, I really don't want to drive. But anytime anybody else is that I ride with, it's like I can't handle it. You know, I I want to be in control of the vehicle. See, my wife doesn't bother me. Um, I'm good with that one. But there are other people that when I get in with them, I will quickly be the one that always is like, you know what, I'll drive. I'm not trying. I got to get Ben in this because he's not talking much. But we went over to uh, Bloomington to get some parts one night. And I said, Ben, hey, I've had a long day. You know, a lot of uh, liquid encouragement. Can you drive? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I will. On the way back, I mean... You know, I'm getting scared. Like, you realize you didn't have enough liquid encouragement. I, yeah. Well, I mean, I race modifieds and, and high horsepower stuff, and we're riding in a 45-horsepower Chevette on the way home, and I'm like, I'm getting scared, you know. He's over here squinting one eye, and he's like, uh oh. He's rally driving. Yeah, yeah. Did, did you get him home? Yeah, I mean, we made it home. I can tell you. Every time I ride with him to the racetrack, no matter what track it is, I'm pushing that floorboard of that dually as hard as I can trying to get on my imaginary brakes, but they don't seem to work, so he can be scared with me driving and I'm scared with him driving. So, so. that dually needs to be like the driver's ed car, so you just got a brake over yeah, there. Yeah, you, you just want a brake. I need a brake. You don't need the gas, just a brake, huh? I think the only time I've been scared riding with you was coming back from the banquet last year, and that had nothing to do with your driving. That was not my driving. No, that was the whiteout conditions that that I thought. Yeah, that was serious. You know, I have to be a good boy because I talk all night, but uh, Dustin was celebrating there with Clegg a little bit, and I came in and said, we're leaving. I said, there's eight inches of snow on the ground. Yeah, Clegg's up there at the bar buying drinks, and I'm right up there with him, and then Dad comes in, and Dad's like, time to go there's eight inches of snow and i'm like oh that's no good but i think you're glad i told you that i did after the ride home because i didn't have enough liquid courage for the ride home either because it was the funny thing is is i'm driving and he's over there we're both leaned right up against the windshield like where is the road it was serious oh yeah you know we're i'm like you know we're so we're and i look back and my 12 year old daughter she's just chilled out and we get home i was like was you nervous she's like no I was good, you know. Dad had me. Yeah, that's that's the way she looked at it, you know. And I was in a panic. He was in a panic. He kept saying on 250, where's those 90-degree turns with the railroad tracks? And I'd look and squint, and I'd go, I think think it's right up here. So he'd start slowing down. He's like, where? And I'm like, okay, it's not right up here. And we'd go go about a mile. I think it's right up here. Start start slowing down. He'd slow down. He's like, where? And I'm like, I don't think we're there yet. I I had no clue. There was not a landmark to go off of or nothing. That was crazy. Yeah, it was. Yeah, we're not even going to go there. I I was literally about six truck lengths from my the mill where I parked my rig and stuff. Slid off the road. Oh no! Car come from Seymour, 
We call it, it's it's six hundred east. We call it I six hundred. Right on. People, I mean, they just. Well, I know where your yeah, sawmill is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's where I go. To my my parents live up there in Snide yep, Snide, Snide Acres. Acres. That is like that's like a drag strip yeah. right there. Oh, they well, run ridiculous. Well, see, here's the thing. Last year, or well, the beginning of this year, it was oh seventy eighty miles an hour. Well, now they came through and they paved they, it. They paved paved it, it. Now it's like the Autobahn. It's like 105 yeah. or whatever. At least when know. they were putting in those new culverts, it oh slowed people down oh, yeah. because it was like speed bumps every day. Rattle your teeth loose when you'd hit them. But yeah, now it's wide open. But that night of that, yeah, we're driving. I'm going real easy, and the snow was so heavy, slid off. Oh, wow. And the truck stuck. I mean, it, well, then the road's so slick. I mean, you couldn't even hook anything to it yeah. and pull it out. It was a mess. Hopefully, hopefully this year it ain't that bad. No, I would really like yeah. it to be dry and nice. Me too. Yeah. So. And I, I'd like to celebrate a little bit too. Oh. Oh. Is it, <laughs> do we need to get to the bus? We might. Need yeah, I've, we, got a, I've got a bus. I, yeah, that may be what we <laughs> yeah. need to do is just get out the bus. So, or we just need to pull the campers over to Peter Hall, Hall. Peter Hall and just camp in the parking lot. I bet he'd let us. I bet he would too. That's not <laughs> a terrible it. idea. Guarantee it. <laughs> so Ben, I, I want to ask you this because we have talked to Lucas a lot. Where does your passion for this come from? Um, I guess as a younger kid, I grew up just half mile from the track up there in Sugar Street, and uh, me and Blake Peters. I don't know if you guys know him or not, but. Uh, We'd stand up there at Spurgeon Funeral Home mm-hmm. and watch all the haulers go by every every day. And then later on that evening, we'd go to the races because I think Doug Alt was his cousin, I believe. So we'd always go to the races and watch them. And I just, my great uncle owned a couple cars here and there. He never drove, but he had Plessinger drive for him, had Mike Fields drive for him. So, but. I don't know, just, and now I'm in the automotive industry, which this really doesn't translate over to that, but it's, anything mechanical is is my thing. How old were you when you started going to the races? Um, kindergarten or younger. I know for sure, at least <laughs> kindergarten. <laughs> you got somebody thirsty over here, apparently. That's like when we was camping Friday you know, me and Dustin walked over to the racetrack there while he was practicing, and I walked right to the seat when I was five and six that we sat at every week. I said, "This, this is our seats." You know, this is uh, because you know underneath the roof it hasn't changed pretty much not at all. You know, since back then. So, I mean, I don't want to criminalize myself now, but uh, I may have walked down there a few times and crossed <laughs> that little white bridge. And before the wristbands, it was ticket times. Yeah, but uh, I think the statute of limitations ran out on that. Yeah, so you're good. I think that's just being a good race fan and finding your way. Oh yeah, I think so. If you, yeah, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. So I think you're just fine there. So, and you, you know, you talk about there, um, you know, watching the haulers come in and and you know and Doug Alt Blake's Blake's uncle being Doug Alt or cousin. What'd you think of uh, Kent Robinson's throwback scheme on Saturday night? It was it was pretty sweet. It was good to see something you remember growing up. Mm-hmm. That's I, what yeah, I thought too. it was just so cool. Well, we are uh, we're at an hour. So, did you miss or do we have any other sponsors you want to throw out? I don't want to say so you. So you're missed kicking us out after an hour. 
Well, we're just going off the air. No, you, you're welcome to stick around. Um, we need to get True Blood Logging, Gurker Building Supply out of Seymour, Indiana, Battle Wagon Trailers, uh, Parker Dental out of Brownstown, Indiana. Um, that's really about it with me. The guys that we had that I said earlier, um, all good guys, you know. I ask them. You gotta thank the wife, of course. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, ben. okay, let's go. Okay, we'll go there. Yeah, my wife. Um, she hasn't been to many races this year. Everybody knows we've had a daughter. Yeah, she's ten months. She's gonna be a hellion, you know. <laughs> I mean, just cool. Like I love it. Um, and I can't. We may have issues because that that fourteen uh, month old redhead up there, he's a hellion too. So we. We may we may have issues in Brownstown between oh, I the Wee Miller and Roller Kids. Dustin asked me not to retire in seven years because of that. I one. felt like I needed someone in the police force <laughs> yeah, to help yeah. out. Oh yeah, yeah. When he's in trouble, call Dustin. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. Yeah, my my family, Ben. Now Ben puts in hours and hours and hours, and not only working, but like you guys asked a while ago, like you asked about the notebook yeah he's got notebooks and he's got excel sheets whatever but ben has all that knowledge in his brain he don't want to tell people you know but ben's very smart and he's very good at what he does and and when he likes something like racing he picks up on it we went out to uh jumpers i mean he took in every little thing that everybody said that's awesome i mean never even wrote down like we tried to write notes down you're in a shop they're working on this kenny wallace is there with this guy with his tires and they're doing this and i'm picking up you know hit and miss things on the what is it four or five hour ride home yeah i'm asking ben hey do you, you know what he said yeah he said this you know like he he knows everything like he's just very good at that that's and good. that's that's and the that's, you need in your corner exactly too. and that's all jokes aside We've got a really good corner. I mean, a really strong corner. Good. And I don't really want to say that we're getting out of it because it's kind of bittersweet, but we're slowing down just for the simple fact that I've got a daughter. Yeah. And life is way more important than hitting the track every weekend. I I agree. That's just my opinion. I love dirt track racing, but she's too little. Now, Give us a few years when she's ready to race a Hornet. Well, I ain't going to let her have one of those. No, I'm kidding. But <laughs> I'm kidding. But get her, you know, put her in a Hornet. Let her race. Put her in a pure, you know. Oh, yeah. Let her work out. If and, she wants to, you know, yeah, and, mm-hmm. and let her go. And, and that's and that's what's fun because it's all fun. Oh, yeah. You know. I agree. And I want to say this, you know, you guys are really, really good for dirt track racing. And, and I don't say that just because you're sitting here. You know, we appreciate you guys. You guys have constantly supported us since we started this deal. But it goes back to what you said from the get-go. It's about having fun. And I get some guys that that try to that are making this their livelihood or the pressure that they feel. But the whole reason why we all love the track is because it's fun. Mm-hmm, and exactly. that's what I love about seeing you guys in the pits. There's never this, you know, don't come up and talk to us because it's it's yeah. race day. It's about having fun, man. Yeah. Every time I'm I'm walking by, I get a wave. Hey, what's going on? You know? Oh yeah. Let's I have mean, fun and enjoy it. And if you're not, it's not worth busting your ass Monday through Saturday mm-hmm. morning to to get to the track. Well, that's like me and Ben. We're we're sitting at the track, 
and you guys will drive by on on uh, Bowling's buggy. Mm-hmm. Come over and talk to us, or like when you're walking from the pit shack to the talk yeah. to. That's what we're there for. Like we want to have fun, you know. Back to the Hornet, Je- uh, Josh. He call he talks to me. He's like, oh, you know, and that's what's fun about oh, yeah. it. Like, I, I just agree. Talking to him, mingling, you know, talking about racing, even if it's not even what you race, just talk about it. Yeah. It's fun. Well, and even though we were joking earlier and said nobody came and saw us at the track, I don't know how many drivers told me when I was in the pits on Saturday night. Had I seen that earlier, earlier in the day? Had I not been working second shift? Had I? We'd have been at the track, and. uh so I, I do. Well, I think next time we do, we need to tell them Wednesday night we're going to be there at this time. Yeah, I do too because I it, I think uh, we'd have a, a little bit of a crowd in the party, and it's it's going to happen again. I mean, a guy broke out of jail just to come try and hang yeah, out. That, with us that on the is track. true. Yeah. I mean, that's I mean, when you know you've it, made it. Yeah, he didn't find us. No, no. Yeah. Sound like he stole a, stole a car instead. Yeah, yeah, and went south to where? Where'd you say? Clarksville. Clarksville. He got him yeah. above a 30. Yeah. There it is, above a 30. <laughs> I hope he at least got to eat before they picked him up. Yeah. I wonder if somebody broke out of Lawrence County because I've seen Braden Watson's cube got stolen this morning. Well, I know, but I, the, <laughs> they must have thought that was his race car. You know what? If I was going to steal a car out of that driveway, that black oh truck God. looked way better in that cube. But, yeah. you know. Well, I, here's, here's all I thought about. The last time he was on, all we did was make fun of him about that, and somebody stole the damn thing. So now he's going to act like it's actually something special. I'm figuring yeah. one of them boys that was in this room that night moved it on him. It never got stolen. Yeah, it was, probably, just... it was probably parked behind the house. So I texted him today. I saw that, and I texted him. I said, who in their right mind would steal that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Kind of hurt his feelings. But I'm like, like, no, but it was funny. I mean, I guess that's what you get when you leave your keys in it. No, I will say uh, we were out there Friday night when the guy did break out of jail. We had a couple high school boys. I mean, they couldn't have been high school or just out of high school. Both of them about a buck oh five. They, they're pulling around in a big old truck. They got their deer spotlights out, spotlight the entire fairgrounds. We're sitting in our lawn chairs at midnight outside the camp. We haven't moved. They wheel up there, and the one guy jumps out of the pasture seat, and he runs up. He said, see anybody in a red jumpsuit? And I wish I'd have thought faster. I'd have gone, yeah, he's inside taking a shower and getting a change of clothes. <laughs> like, I just I wanted to see what the kid's face would have been. Like, uh, what are you going to do, man? Like, yeah. if, if the dude walked around from behind my camper and said I was right here, I told Matt, I said, he'd probably take a picture, post it on Facebook, and get back in the truck and drive away. I mean, probably. it was just hilarious. I, oh, yeah. Anybody in a red jumpsuit? It was closer to one, by the way. Yeah, probably. There's no time limit, like or yeah. time factor. Yeah, you were when the one having that, fun. You were the one that made fun of me and said, "Why was I going to bed so early?" And it yeah, was, he gets up, you know, and he's like, <laughs> he's like, "I got to go to bed." I'm thinking, "Man, we're camping. Why are you going to bed so early?" And I pull my phone out and it said two a.m. I was like, I, "I guess I should go to bed too," you know, because <laughs> like, I'm tired. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, well, I want to appreciate, or I want to say thank you guys for having us. Hopefully, the people listening liked it or whatever, and I'm sure they will. Yeah, thanks for having us. Ben, we, had, we had a good time. Ben, you got anything? We need you to talk more, Ben. Well, I, yeah, I, I appreciate coming. Um, like, he he mentioned his wife, Kara, and stuff, and uh, I've got a fiancé now, and she's put up with a lot, and I try to make sure I'm home when I say I'm going to be home or somewhere where I'm saying I'm going to be there. <laughs> I don't always make it at exactly the time I'm supposed to be there, but... Uh, and she still wants to marry me, so I'll give a shout you out. You got to be appreciative Brady. of those ladies for that, though, because I mean, you know, they do put up with, you know, a lot of that. So that's uh, and that's something uh, we got to say before we get off the air, or whatever. But like Ben said, 
he puts in a lot of time. We're a two-man show, and a lot of people might be better than us, and they they might be a one, two-man show. But me and him do all of it ourselves. We have full-time jobs. We're yeah. working. We try to get cars ready. Try to still I, spend time with your family. Try, you yeah. got to Oh yeah, for sure. Spend time with your family. And I had my daughter. It's like that's all I care about. Mm-hmm. And it's not that I don't like racing, but that's what I that's what I like. But uh, Ben couldn't do it without him. He's there every race. He's there every every night. I call him. He's there. He's always. I say, hey, what are we gonna do? What are you gonna change? You gonna do a gear? You gonna do that? I'll take care of it. You just worry about driving. Okay. Like, that's pretty and cool that's, and that's what's fun about it and that's what's made it fun with me and him and we're gonna good keep deal. go ahead i said that's really good i mean you got somebody like that you know yeah, not oh, everybody yeah. has somebody like oh that. exactly yeah well and again i just want to say thank you to you guys you guys are awesome and we we love having you guys on the track and um and so everybody reminder brownstown speedway is off this weekend um we will be back uh on what would it be august 17th august 17th i can't even keep my day straight now that school started back uh but again thank you to all our sponsors uh follow us on social media uh and check out uh the podcast every week we will be back next wednesday night here at eight o'clock